when you're tapping through it, transformations can happen such as like reduction in migraines and like you'll, or like if it's sugar and you're wanting to cut out sugar, noticing that you're not craving it to that extent you once were. Welcome to Abundant Self, your podcast for female empowerment, spirituality, mindset, and more. I'm your host, Jules, entrepreneur, coach, personal development seeker, and your number one cheerleader on this mission to guide you today becoming your most abundant self. Are you ready to unleash your inner goddess? Let's get into it. Hello, hello, and welcome back to the show. Today, we're speaking all about, you already heard a little bit in the beginning, all about EFT tapping, what it is, how to use it, even to cut out sugar. So we're going to go through all the tapping basics, um, how you can really shift your negative thoughts and negative beliefs through this tapping experience. Also, of course, regulating the nervous system, um, you know, benefiting your mental health overall. And yeah, really understanding how EFT tapping works and then even being able to make decisions from your body, from your intuition instead of your mind. And all this thanks to our beautiful Emily from the Quantum Quote Coach. Sorry, um, I do have her Instagram linked right here in the show notes below. So excited to have her on the show. So excited for her to share her wisdom on EFT tapping, on, you know, intuition um, and how she's also helping her clients with EFT tapping go through different um, mindset blocks. So yeah, Emily, welcome to the show. So excited, so grateful to have her and let's dive straight in. Welcome to the podcast. So happy to have you. Tell us about you. Who are you? What do you do? All the things. Yes, thank you so much for having me here. And my name is Emily. I am an intuitive mindset coach and EFT practitioner. So what I do for my mindset coaching is work with clients and really getting to the root of their limiting beliefs consciously, subconsciously, helping them essentially uproot those beliefs they may have about themselves through past traumas, through life experiences, and then essentially shift and rewire their neural pathways in their brain. And we do a variety of different modalities to help with that. So that could be NLP, EFT, also just quantum coaching. So really talking about what's going on. And then from there, essentially receiving their desired reality. So there's a lot of shifting through mindset. And then we use EFT, which I mentioned prior. So emotional freedom technique tapping. And that's where we hit these different acupressure meridian points along the body to really, it's this form of like reflection and also uprooting these beliefs that we have about ourselves, which I'm sure we'll get into a little bit more. Mm -hmm. Wow. That was so much information right in the beginning. Thank you so much. Um, First of all, yeah, like for anybody out there listening who now had like no clue what you were talking about, let's go back to the beginning, like maybe to the basics and um, 
maybe you can tell a little bit about your personal story of how you actually got into EFT and like all these tools um, that you are now sharing with your clients. Yes. So for me, I've always struggled with feelings of anxiety my whole life. And I've experienced some trauma in my life on a personal level. And as far as that goes, like I lost my father to cancer when I was 15. And I've had some close friends pass. One was pretty traumatic in a car accident. So I had these bigger traumatic events happen. And there was a lot of anxiety and fear around this state of like, anything could happen to me, like my safety in a way, and especially experiencing my father's loss at an early age. So I was always relatively spiritual. However, it wasn't until I would say about three years ago, I had a pretty intense spiritual awakening as far as I, after the COVID pandemic occurred and just a lot of time to go inward and reflection. It was this awakening and I was working in a corporate nine to five and I just felt so lost and Mm -hmm. so like unfulfilled in what I was doing and my purpose. And I knew there was more to life than what I was doing. And I've always had this ability to connect with people in a very intuitive way of feeling their energy and wanting to help heal others. And I felt called to leave corporate and move into that space, especially going through my personal experience of feelings around anxiety to the extent that I was feeling them and knowing I had that range of emotion to be able to firsthand have had that exposure. And so I originally got into it through wanting to actually heal my own trauma and then from there serving others with how I was able to heal my past trauma to help them heal theirs and also help them recognize you know wake up of what is possible for them oh I love that like because so inspiring and I want you I want just to say thank you to you um for being so honest and so open and also like sharing this vulnerability on here it means a lot it does and I think now you stepping into that person of power and inspiration to others is just such a beautiful gift isn't it it is it is rewarding and you know, it isn't for everyone and it can be something to, as human beings, when we're taking on others energy, you know, it's learning how to create those boundaries as well and learning how to be able to recognize your own energy versus taking on someone else's energy and how to decipher between the two and how to release non-energy of your own so for some people they don't know how to do that so working with people or working in that field of work of really serving on that deeper rooted level can be exhausting for some whereas for some it can be really energizing and so it is a beautiful field for me and for so many others out there and so I'm very 
grateful that I get to be a part of that. Wow. There's so much I want to like touch, touch on. And I think especially from coming from that place of, of pain, um, what I always say, like your pain is your power, like turning your Mm. pain into this beautiful gift in the end, what now you have sharing with others, inspiring others, helping others, What do you say? Um, because I know that your coaching, you it's um, kind of like intuitive coaching, if you recall that right. So is that something that you go deeper into? And what would you say now to our listeners? What can someone maybe imagine or like think of if it is intuitive coaching, like of the name intuitive coaching? We all have intuition and in society, in today's world, we often are told to overlook our intuition, even though we do and we are born with that ability to access it at any time. And so a lot of us, it's just that form of relearning how to access it. And when coaching together, it's a lot of visualization, a lot of connecting, not with just the mind, but with your physical body And really coming from that place of feeling into whatever sensations are coming up in the body and how it's feeling. So for example, you could do a body scan with a client or even by yourself, if you're just starting out and don't have a coach, like taking a moment just for three to five minutes and resting your eyes and just allowing yourself to ask what you're feeling internally So maybe there's some pressure, maybe there's a little bit of heaviness in the chest area. Maybe you feel some neck pain, maybe your body feels really light and it's just noticing where and then how is it feeling? So it's like maybe the chest pain is dense, it's heavy and it kind of hurts. And it also is maybe a form of associating with feelings of anxiety. So it's being able to connect that and connect the two and something I can give the audience too, if you want to start being able to actually learn how to connect with your intuition and being able to do so at home. So taking a moment to, again, close your eyes and you can actually ask your body. It's like working a muscle. It's an exercise, asking your body, show me yes. And show me no. And it's a muscle you will work over and over again in the beginning. It won't show you yes or no, and that's okay. It's just practicing it. So your body will start to actually show you signs of yes, show, you no. And so anytime you are, you know, feeling like you have to make a decision, you're able to lean into not just what your mind thinks and your brain thinks, but lean into what your body is telling you. And that's so overlooked. And one of the most important pieces to healing trauma, but also connecting with our intuition. And one other thing I want to know on intuition as well is we can sometimes have a difficult time deciphering if we have feelings of like anxiety or like frustration or anger. And then, and then like being able to think that maybe is our intuition but really it's the feelings of anxiety. And so when you're making a gut decision 
through your intuition, it's not going to feel like this heaviness, strong urgency, like how anxiety may feel and like that pain that you feel in your chest or in your gut. And it's not going to be like, I have to make a decision now and really negative. That might be feelings of anxiety. So that's not necessarily your intuition speaking. Mm -hmm. So being able to know that when you're making an intuitive decision, it's coming from a place of ease from calm. There isn't that sense of urgency and we can often mix up the two. This is so powerful. And just even this exercise, what you were just sharing with us. So good. So good. Now you say it doesn't always in the beginning, maybe you don't feel that the answer comes through and like the body is not reacting or answering immediately what can we do just like stay patient and keep practicing or is there any tangible like tip or action step that you can uh, suggest being patient and allowing yourself to just practice because we often are used to that instant gratification we want it now and this is something that it doesn't happen super quickly it can for some people if they've already been in a state of meditating and have that level of connecting already with their self and their higher self. And so it's just allowing for patience and to expedite that process outside of just practicing yes or no, you can take that time to meditate for yourself and having mindfulness, even if it's uncomfortable and you don't have to we often feel forced to like, when we meditate, like we're not supposed to think of anything. We're supposed to be in a certain state. And then it's like, you're thinking about the work day or whatever's coming up. And that is okay. Because again, you're working a muscle, you're practicing mm -hmm. and sometimes noticing what is coming up. Like, okay, I noticed that I'm really stressed today. I noticed that I'm thinking about the events to come and it's more just acknowledging what's coming up for you, but setting a time that time for yourself to be with your own thoughts. And Yeah. essentially connecting with your intuition. It's like being able to do things alone. So that's taking away music, taking away external influence. So it's you either sitting in the bath, going on a walk without music or driving in the car and having that time within yourself is also another way to per se expedite that process of being able to connect with your intuition. Let's dive a little bit deeper into the field of EFT. Can you explain what it is? I mean, I practice it by myself and with my clients too, but I just recently got introduced to it actually. Probably have been using or applying it um, a way longer period of time. And you might know some things that I don't know and that my audience doesn't know. So anything EFT, go for it. Yes. And feel free to ask clarifying questions. It can be a little difficult to articulate at times just from like an audience perspective of if you've never heard of it, it can be super powerful. And so going into it, emotional freedom technique tapping, what you're going to be doing, and then I'll explain the, how it benefits you. So what you would be doing with this tool is using it for a release of different emotions and you're going to hit different nine different 
meridian, also known as acupressure points along the body, including what you start with is the side of the hand. So what you do is you start by saying, even though I have these feelings of, let's say, anger or frustration, and you're hitting the side of your hand, I deeply and completely love and accept myself. And then you're going to repeat that and then move into hitting the eight acupressure, also known as meridian points in this very specific sequence along the body. And you do it in this sequence because that is how it's going to benefit you the most. And so you can use, some people use one hand. I like to use both because it feels even and you tap starting at the inner eyebrow and you say the current state of your feeling. So maybe, and usually it tends to be a more negative feeling or belief you have about yourself, but you can also use it. So let's say maybe you want to cut out sugar and wanting to maybe get rid of something physical that's like painful within the body So like you could use it for headaches. You can use it for so many different things. It's so multifaceted that it's like such a, that's what makes it such a powerful tool. So you would start inner eyebrow and say like, let's say anger. I am feeling so much anger right now. And you would repeat that. I'm feeling so frustrated. Any other feelings that come up around with the anger? And then you move to the outer eyebrow and then you would go under the eye and then under the nose under the chin under the collarbone armpit and then crown of head but you would be saying these negative or current state of emotions that you're feeling that are ready to be released from the body and it's a somatic release so it's like literally a physical release from the body and I've had clients cry I've had clients yawn I've seen it you can see how they're physically releasing it which is so beautiful and it's even more powerful to actually use a practitioner because when you are a practitioner you're verbalizing so I would be the one leading the session and prior to going into session, we would, you know, write down everything that they're feeling, what they specifically are wanting to release and then go through the exact words that they are using of their current state. So then I am the one actually leading it, staying and hitting the points and they're mirroring me and saying it back. And it's pretty powerful because when you're getting mirrored back. It's like, wow, I can't even believe I have this thought about myself. Right. And yeah. And so, so usually you go through two to four, depending on how much releasing needs to be done four times of through these different points. And then what you're going to do is actually move into the desired state. So how are you wanting to feel? So for anger, let's say you just want to feel a sense of ease. You want to feel a sense of calm and relief. And so then you tap through one to two times of the desired state. And it is wild. The shifts that people will make from their current negative, they release moving into this desired positive state. Mm -hmm. And so 
I don't know if you have any questions. I just want to check in there. Yes, I do. I do. I do. I do. <laughs> um, yeah. Thanks for checking in. I actually do have a question. I was wondering, because don't we always say like saying out affirmations, like affirmations or mantras, saying them out loud um, is like 10 times or like seven to 10 times more powerful than just a thought. So I was wondering now if I say it in a negative way first, how is it possible that it doesn't come like it doesn't get manifested is it because then like right afterwards we say the same thing but positive yeah that's a beautiful question and a lot of people actually have that question around if I say this out loud is it going to manifest however when you are releasing trauma and you're releasing from your body it's actually really healing and healthy because this emotion is no longer serving you so you're actually speaking it aloud to release it It's releasing it to essentially clear that energy out to bring in that desired energy. Yes. So there is a lot of people, especially I know you're a manifestation coach and a lot of people who feel fear around speaking these negative per se affirmations. But when it's your current state and you're able to actually release it from your body, because that's your reality, it's actually moving it out for you in a really powerful way does that answer your question I yeah I didn't know that this is this is answering my question 100% so amazing thank you and you're saying um, you see in with your clients these shifts and would you say that this was something that you experienced by yourself first like did you see a transformation or what kind of changes did you see now for anyone listening who is like I really want to try EFT. What kind of transformation can we expect when doing it or practicing it for a while? Yeah, absolutely. And so, and I was going to touch on this too, as far as the benefits of it and like why you would want to do it in the first place. And essentially what EFT tapping does is it helps you again, release any physical, emotional sensations from the body And it's that somatic release. So like that physical release from the body, it can help also actually regulate your nervous system. And so that's the intention of hitting these different acupressure points is it's regulating your nervous system. So it physically will bring you, if you're at level 10 of anger, it will bring you to a level three. It's physically shifting that. And so the transformation piece of it is when you're using it, it's going to look different for each individual and what specifically you're tapping on. And so let's say I have a migraine and I struggle with migraines regularly. And so that's like something physical, right? And I want to tap through that, not an emotion, but more of the physicality of it. When you're tapping through it, transformations can happen such as like, reduction in migraines and like you'll or like if it's sugar and you're wanting to cut out sugar noticing that you're not craving it to that extent you once were for me on a personal note I was able to really work through a lot of my anxiety with EFT tapping as a tool and I've had some strong emotions come up through it and because there's that mirroring effect you are like, it's kind of silly. You're like, oh my gosh, this is how I talk to myself. And 
it's almost like comical because you're like, wow, I actually talk to myself this way. And I've done it with people who have felt super insecure about their appearances. And it's so interesting because hearing it back, it's like, this is a limiting belief and you recognize like, oh my gosh, this belief, this isn't serving me. I don't believe this. And that's where it's like kind of funny. Cause you're like, wait, I don't even actually believe this, but I've been telling myself this. And so it's really, the transformation is so personal per person. And, you know, I would say for some people, they might need one session for others. They might need 10. And it's so dependent on how deep seated and deep rooted these beliefs are within them as well. Yeah, absolutely. Wow. This was great. Actually, I'm now thinking I should try to do it for my chronic knee pain, like for my knees, because yeah. it's a physical pain, right? So it's like my within my knees. So I, I should try it. I like in aspects when it comes to like success or wealth or these more of what you said, like the emotional um aspects I haven't really thought of doing it when it comes to physical pain so I'm gonna look into that Beautiful. thank you so much Emily thank you so much for being here now where do we find you is there anything else like you would like to share is there anything on your heart that you want the audience to know I would say for anyone who is listening just allowing yourself and giving yourself permission to lean into trying this exercise of trusting your intuition and trying EFT and knowing like if you struggle with any anxiety or any you know mental health in your life you're not alone there's so many people out there who are going through it that's part of the human experience and it's just a blip in time where it will you know bring you to where you're going and just trusting that process for yourself and You have support and have tools to get you there. And you can find me at the quantum.creator. And I just want to say thank you so much for having me today. This is so beautiful. If anyone has questions about EFT, you can reach out to me. You can reach out to Jules. And just so happy to support all of you in any way possible. I love this. Awesome. Obviously, I'm going to link all of it in the show notes below. Thank you so much, Emily. And thank you guys for listening. Thank you so much for being here and for listening to another episode of Abundant Self. I'm an independent podcast. It's just me by myself. So it would be highly appreciated for you to either just leave me a quick review or also share this episode with a friend, a family member, whoever could take benefit from what I'm sharing. Lots of love from me to you. I'll see you soon.